Today's episode is sponsored by TCG Player. TCG Player is your trusted source for trading card games in the USA. TCG Player sets the standard for all prices in the trading card game community, allowing you to look up what any card is selling for so you can know exactly what your collection is worth. Marketplace data is used in stores and communities all around the world, so you never have to wonder if you're getting the right price when buying, selling, or trading cards. Don't forget to check out their mobile app to scan, shop, or sell. Be sure to check out TCG Player to shop the latest cards in Magic the Gathering. You can check out the hottest singles from Murders at Karlov Manor. But TCG Player has so much more than Magic the Gathering. You can pick up any other TCG you know and love. With card games like One Piece, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Locana 2. With a variety available on TCG Player, it's easily become our one-stop shop. If you'd like to check out their site and support our show, you can do so by using the link in our description to shop. Thank you again to TCG Player for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to Scry Babies Podcast. I'm Louis Stardust. I'm Tori of the Best. And today we are going to be talking about MagicCon. So MagicCon is quickly approaching in Chicago. And for many of you, this might be your first time ever attending a MagicCon or maybe your first con ever. Uh, for those of you who aren't first timers, maybe we'll have some cool new information for you. And feel free to leave some tips in our comment section for those beginners. At the end of the podcast, we will go over our general audience Q&A that we had a lot of requests for uh, just general information about MagicCon. So we'll have that at the end. But first, today's featured patron is... Ephemeral eel. Woo! Woo! We're starting to do this little thing where we feature patrons because we wanted a way to uh, put some support into these episodes and say thank you, um, especially to them because they gave us this idea for this episode. So thank you again to Ephemeral Eel for being a patron. And if you'd like to get a special Patreon shout out, then make sure you sub to us over on patreon.com slash scrybabies. So you may be asking yourself, what is Magicon? MagicCon is a celebration of all things Magic the Gathering. Uh, it's an official convention that is put on by Wizards of the Coast, so not a third-party convention like an SCGCon or an NRG series or any of the conventions you've seen before. This is done by WotC themselves. <laughs> it's got special panels, guests, really cool artist alley, and it also has a lot of events. So this is the premier place to hear about the newest sets coming out any news in the industry. So I get to play with people from all over the world. There are so many people that attend these MagicCons. And you get to see all your friends from online. You get to see artists from, you know, all the different countries too, which is really cool. Pretty sure at Vegas back in September 2023, uh, we had, you know, artists all the way from like Europe that yeah. came to that one. Vegas is a popular one where they all go to that one. We actually get, um, which we'll talk about later, Magali, who's like a very popular artist. This is her first time attending. And yeah. I believe she's in France and that's like a huge deal too. So we're getting like a lot of premier artists and very well-known magic artists to come for this. So yeah, it's definitely the place to be. So you might be thinking, that sounds super fun, Lua and Tori. Where is MagicCon? Because I want to go. Well, we have three events this year. The first one is Chicago. Uh, that will be February 23rd through 25th. The next one is in Amsterdam, which I love that they're doing stuff that's international and not just in the U.S. Because I yeah. feel like that happens so often where, you know, the U.S. gets most of the events in comparison to other places. So mm -hmm. that's going to be in June 28th to 30th. And then MagicCon Vegas is October 25th through 27th. That'll be the third time they're doing it in Vegas. They tend to do different cities every year, but they seem like Vegas is like where they always go to. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Vegas is some place that they'll continue to go to just because it's it's not really like a halfway point, but they're, it, it's good for all the people who are on the West Coast since a lot of Magic events are typically on the East Coast or in the Midwest or just gaming conventions, I feel like in general. A lot of them are more closer over mm -hmm. here. 
So Vegas will probably stay for everybody on the West Coast. It's also easier to travel to if you are coming from somewhere like, you know, in Asia or like Japan. Yeah. And you want to fly over for that one. It also has an abundance of hotels. And it looks like they want to try to stick to places that have a lot of hotels and a lot of amenities. That way you're not stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I like the idea of it being also like kind of like the big year like end event is going to be at this Vegas location, which just feels yeah. like where you see a lot of people go for like, I don't know, the Super Bowls this there this year, things like that. Right. So I feel like that's the kind of ending destination, not to mention like their entire team is West Coast based. So like having yeah. that central event is probably really nice for them. But yeah. I hope we at least get one East Coast event every year. I know we're a little biased. There was Philly last year and that was great. It was nice oh, and close. Oh my God. It was awesome. It was yeah. like a 10 minute subway ride to get to magic con it was great i know i'm really bummed it's not here this year but i'm excited to do the chicago thing so yeah we're going to talk a little bit about why magic con is uh kind of the place to be so you can uh go there to play magic very simple (laughs) you can bring your friends or you can make some new ones while you're there one thing i noticed in the like command zone and free play areas is there's always a staff member walking around with a uh, looking for casual or looking for competitive sign and so if you're looking to join pods or if you have three friends and you need a fourth you can ask any of those staff members and they can help you find someone for your pod which i think is a really cool feature so there are a lot of unique events at MagicCon. We have Gavin Verhey's Unknown event, which is the most popular. It's been selling out at all the events. They also have brought back kind of like a GP style main event. So I know at Chicago, they will be having, I believe it is a standard 100K. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same as Vegas from September, where if you top eight, I think you get an invite back to the PT. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, what else do we have going on? Just to touch on the unknown event, because that like you might have heard it, but you might not have seen like anything for it. That's the event that Gavin puts on. I don't even know how many players are there. We walked past it last year, and people were screaming it's so loud. It's already sold out. I'm pretty it's sure it's huge. And yeah, for and Chicago. Yeah, it's a bunch of playtest cards. So those are like really unique, like fun cards where they're obviously not magic legal, or they were cards that were gonna be printed, or like right. things like that, or they're just funky ones. So I've seen a lot of people use them as like their commanders and do like rule zero decks for that so it's like your chance to get like a really unique piece of magic history which is what i think of when i think that event that's what i think of um for sure there's also what i would say game night live is probably like the big premiere event so if you're a fan of game nights or if you just like commander i think it's worth even staying for a couple rounds and watching the show josh and jimmy always bring very great guests this year we're gonna have prof who's never been to a magic con so he's gonna be playing uh, alongside rachel weeks and a lot of other players and it's like the sporting event like it is the commander sporting event there is like rooting for teams the crowd goes wild like it's yeah, a very it good like, like wwe smackdown it does for commander. they do like wrestling like walk-up intros they have like foam fingers they're doing their thing and like i just i don't know i think it's really nice that there is coverage and like events that happen for all aspects of magic but i think this is just like a silly little quirky thing and i think it's something that's really impressively done. I know they upload the gameplay episodes after on their YouTube, so you can check out those if you want to get kind of an example of that. But I think even just, again, stopping by for a couple rounds to see it, if you don't want to stay for the whole show, is worth doing because it's such a cool concept. I really like that. Yeah, it's also unique to the convention. So 
might as well go sit and enjoy it. There was a panel I thought that was really cool that I wanted to mention because this will kind of go on at every MagicCon, not this one specifically, obviously. But on Friday, there is a preview panel, which is going to talk about everything coming in 2024 pretty early on. So we'll get some stuff for Thunder Junction, Modern Horizons 3, Assassin's Creed. And then they said there might be a little bit of Bloomborough. So it's kind of like the premiere spot to see some early access stuff, some cards and some information. We did an episode recently where we were talking about everything that's coming in 2024. That panel was done at Gen Con last year. And so I think it's important for big shows like this. That's where you're going to get all the first like big pieces of information for those sets coming out. So if you want to check those out, I would highly recommend seeing that kind of panel. What else do you like to do at MagicCon? The best thing for me at MagicCon, I really enjoyed the art panels mm-hmm. the art and stories like the art of magic story with magic sam from rustic studies puts on a really cool panel has interviews and talks to some of the artists yeah. about you know their inspiration and their mediums and what they work with it's really cool it's a really cool side of magic that you get to like experience with the artists in person since we don't really get to like see them often or like we don't get to hear from them we don't yeah. get to hear from them as much so it definitely is a really cool experience that's been my favorite thing to go watch at the magic cons last year so looking forward to them again this year the shopping is really fun yeah <laughs> the shopping's great there's merchandise that is for magic con only and sometimes they'll do something special for each city like i know in vegas they had like the bowling shirt and the hockey jersey they were mm-hmm. really cool minneapolis had like a special hoodie uh they're doing special pins too like special and pins. there's also like if you spend x amount or something you get like a unique card so they do i think there's like a hot dog one for chicago or like a deep dish pizza like there's some funny stuff so they really try to cater towards each city that they go to which i think is really fun yeah and the merch is really cool yeah like i've gotten so many compliments on all the stuff that i bought there and wear it out people are like where did you get that and i feel bad because i'm like it's from MagicCon, so like unless you go you probably can't pick it up I don't know if they're all like online at all. Well, I like that. The, I like to wear more of like streetwear kind of clothing out mm-hmm. for like games I like, brands I like, stuff like that. So they provide like a lot of really unique styles for that. Um, and outside of like just the official merchandise too, there's like a ton of vendors. There's card vendors. There's other like um, like Rock Love Jewelry, for example, had a collaboration with Magic. They're always there. So there's like a lot of clothing brands, but there's also you know, buying magic cards or other uh, products that you can use like deck boxes and like the newest play mats and things like that. You could check those things out at MagicCon, which is really cool. I also got an ice mold. You did. I did. There was um, there was great. like an ultra pro store and they had like, it's like I don't the magic pro I don't shop. Know. They I had like a magic pro shop or something like that. Yeah. And I got like an ice mold. Mm-hmm. They do like a lot of circular ice cubes with like all the mana symbols in them, which I feel like is great for like cocktails or mocktails or something really fun. It's just something hosting. stupid and kitschy. I yeah. like that. I like magic gear that's not just like deck box. Yeah, sleeve. that stand is great because they always have really unique stuff. I bought like my magic sweatpants. It's like the mana symbols. I wear those everywhere. And then they also have like the home decor aspect, and they have more like personalized stuff that isn't just like a t-shirt, which I really yep. like. Though their t-shirts are really good. I bought a lot of them, so same. I enjoy that. Um, Something I also thought was really cool is the after parties. So we had a lot of fun, a lot more fun than I thought we would at the last event. That was a, it was DJed by Elijah Wood uh, and the other guy. I do not know his name right now off the top of my head. I'm so sorry. I can't remember it either. Um, he, he DJed and then there was another DJ after that that was more of like the party aesthetic, but it was the... What they call it a slumber party, it was right? The Wilds of Eldraine sl- Eternal Slumber Party. Yeah. Because it went with the story and we all wore pajamas. Everyone had to wear pajamas. 
Uh, it was really fun. We all danced. We all had a great time. We were all in our pajamas, so we all looked silly. People were in, like, Tigurumis. It was great. It was, like, nice because it was, like, something that didn't have to just be magic for the weekend. Um, the one that they did in Minneapolis I thought was great, too. That was the one where they have, like, a karaoke bar, and then they had mm-hmm. um, a space. Like, you could play magic if you wanted to. There's definitely tables to do that. Like, you could absolutely do that. Um, but there's space for drinks and food and, like, other things and dancing if that's what you want to do. This one, they're doing a House of Clue party at the House of Blues, which I think is really funny. And I know there's, like, a Clue dinner thing. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, like, a murder mystery yeah. type thing. Which I think is really cool. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that they're making them thematic to whichever set that's going to be going on. I think the we were talking about potentially Amsterdam would probably be like Modern Horizons three based on like the timelines of stuff. Yes, I would assume MH three. And then uh, I'm not sure what Vegas will be. It'll be like Bloomborough or Duskmorn or something like that. So Mm -hmm. it'll be nice to see like what themes they pick for each of those events as well. Yeah, there's, there's other like panels and programming and previews for new sets. Like there's so much stuff that happens in this weekend. It's kind of impossible to do it all. Also at all the events, there is the Pro Tour, which would be happening. So you could watch the coverage for that on Twitch. Magic streams it all day long. Pretty awesome. And then for the top eight of the finals, they do stream it on the main stage. So you can watch the top eight. Yeah, it's really fun. Really it's exciting. Nice. I caught you there a lot uh, at one of the cons. You were just like sitting down watching all the event stuff. So. I was. It was very cool because uh, they... Like in Philly, they had it or its own room, which was neat. So you get to go up there and it was very quiet. You walked in and you were able to like look. You can't really like see everything. Uh, but it looks like the freaking ESPN in there. It's, it's cool. Insane. It's the really done well. The casters are fantastic. Like the entire team does a great job. It's just really cool to see the production level that goes into it. And it's just cool to see all your, your pros, you know? It's like some of the best names in Magic battling it out. My one hope for the next couple Magic Cons is they didn't really have like a viewer section yeah to watch live coverage it was kind of like you can catch it on twitch i'm like well i don't want to watch it on my phone yeah they have like they had done some stuff on the stage i think on the last day of the event but there wasn't yeah, like they really do the, like live toppy like i would be like happy with a little area like that throughout the weekend where you could see the stuff yeah. or at least like stats or information and to, you like, are check things. allowed to go stand in the area and watch some things if you like to so that was pretty cool the last one we went to was worlds that was hosted at MagicCon vegas i believe worlds will be at vegas again this year Oh, but it was cool to see, you know, the championship and the trophy at the end. Just a really cool moment for the winners. That's really awesome. I like that they um, do a little bit of everything. Vegas was cool, too, because it was like the top four was like obviously it's completely different than the bottom the bottom was like a lot of commander and then like some event space stuff and then i believe the top floor was where, where all that was stuff was going on and then the cosplayers and things like that yeah. so which we'll get into the cosplayers because they're super super cool um the next thing is who will be at magic con so i said cosplay we're gonna go right into that so this time around, there are featured cosplayers who will be cosplaying from Murders of Karlov Manor. At previous Magic Cons, there have been um, mostly just like planeswalkers, which were really cool as well. And at each of those, there was different cosplay sets, which I thought was one of the coolest things because you can go in there and take pictures. I sat on Liliana's or like Professor Onyx, Onyx's seat and I got to take some really cool pictures and I like that. I think you have one in there too. I do. I have a picture with that. I have a picture with um, Chandra. Oh, yeah, and Teferi, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was a really cool concept, especially for kids. I saw, like, a kid go up to um, the Teferi, his name is Teferi, goes by Teferi All Mine, and was just like, oh, you're my favorite place walker. I've always wanted to meet you. And, like, he was acting like it was really him, and it was the cutest thing I've ever witnessed in my my whole life. It was great. So I I really think that's a cool concept, and you can even play in those areas. I'm not sure what they're going to be like this time around because it's a completely different Magic Con, but they are really cool. At least go check out those sets if they're there, and the cosplay 
players are so amazing. So definitely check that out. So we do have an artist alley. It is massive at MagicCon. So I believe for Chicago, we will have Aaron Miller, Justine Jones, RK Post, uh, Wizard of Barge, and Majali, like you said. But yeah, they sell their prints there. They have Artist Proofs merchandise. Uh, you can get stuff signed, which is awesome. I had a great time at the Artist Alley. I kind of walked around with my hands behind my back so I didn't want to bump into anything, but I just like, kept peering over at stuff and just looking. Yeah, I would recommend if you want to go to see your favorite artist that that's like the first thing you do when you get into the event. Um, some of their lines get really long. I would also uh, just put out there that they have a little bit of everything. So things like artist proofs, different merchandise items like clothing or prints playmats play mats, so much different stuff so you can also bring your cards to get signed if that's something you want to do a lot of them will do like really cool colored signatures there's an artist i can't remember his name um, but he does airbrushing on the cards and mm -hmm. it's really cool looking so there's a lot of different variety as far as these artists go there's so many more that we just like didn't get a chance to name because there's like 30 plus artists on there but definitely check that out i think it's one of the coolest parts of the whole show Content creators. So content creators will be there. Um, unfortunately, Tori will not be making it to Chicago. I will not be making it to MagicCon Chicago. I am no longer attending. I was supposed to be going, but our doggy had surgery. So I will be staying home with him. But you can catch me at 12 p.m. at the creator area. So that's the Creator Central. Creator Central is the premier place to meet content creators. If you're looking to get your stuff signed, play some games, or just meet them in general that's going to have a whole schedule on the website for when you can meet everybody i have a 12 p.m signing where i'll be there with nexus mtg kuro uh yagoth the mind sculptors as well so there will be a rotation of content creators throughout the weekend and you can come see us i know there's a few of us also participating in the passport stamps which are really cute there's more information for that directly on the website um but yeah we have cool stamps you can put them in a passport book and then get a cool prize in the end yeah and the prizes last time were like insane i think got like a whole ass box cards yeah i have no idea what they are this time but they were pretty good last time so this is something we talk about all the time tori uh we and, do. and we talk about just what's in our bags so i would love to know from you what is an essential item to bring with you to MagicCon. all right i'm gonna be completely transparent here when i go to MagicCon or an event in general i bring my backpack and in my backpack aside from just like you know the deck box, the deck, and the sleeves and everything else. I have my phone charger and a power bank, which I feel like a lot of people are like, charger and a phone bank, you know? Like, yeah, like, that's yeah, like, yeah, we know, we know. But you have to be reminded to bring, you know, your charger, your phone battery thing, backup. That's also important, though, because think about how many of us are using life troubles on our phone and how quickly that gets drained. Yeah, it gets games. drained out. Yeah. Um, I also bring usually a granola bar. Mm-hmm. And a big bottle, reusable bottle for water. The events do let you bring in your own water bottle, I've noticed. So far, all of them have. And they do have like water fill-up stations usually at most of these places. So that way you can stay hydrated. That is the most important part of the entire day is to stay hydrated. So water, a little snacky snack in case you start getting hungry and you mm -hmm. don't have anything in your bag. But my other big thing that I bring with me everywhere I go is a little tiny travel bag. And inside of it is a pair of socks, an extra pair of socks, just in case my feet get sweaty or I step in a puddle. It's the worst thing in the world when you step in a puddle <laughs> and your socks are wet. So I have socks in my bag and I'm an IBS girly. I have a pair of underwear. You never know. <laughs> you never know. That is it's in my thing. bag. I have underwear and socks in the little baggie and a little like zipper thing. And inside there, I also just have a little essential kit of like uh-ohs. I have like Tums. I've got Advil. I've got Imodium. Because again, IBS girly. Gotta shit myself. Not at the Magicon. So... <laughs> 
I just keep all of that with me. No, I, I also keep some kind of stuff because Ian's got an upset tummy. And also for you, I usually keep some kind of like Tums or other stuff yeah. on me. Advil, I always get a headache. Um, But I also like to keep just any kind of like other things I might need in an emergency. Like the snack stuff you were mentioning, I think that's really good and important to keep. You mentioned sleeves earlier because we were talking about like dice bags and sleeves and your deck boxes, of course, but bringing extra sleeves for if you want to play events as well as like extra lands. There are land stations available, but having that just ready to go so you can go play an event is really great and handy too. The other thing for food is they do have food at every convention center, right? So you can absolutely go get your chicken fingers and live your life, but having those granola bars throughout the day or small snacks make it really, really helpful. I always try to bring some cash. Um, You never know how the service is going to be in those places. And I think it's just a great thing to have in case you're trying to get a quick transaction or run it more quick. Yeah, that is smart. Definitely bring yourself like a hoodie or some kind of jacket. It gets so cold in them, like those centers, because I feel like they're trying to keep it. Yeah, they blast the AC. Well, they have to, otherwise it's going to get stinky. Of course. Oh, that's another thing. Speaking of. Deodorant. Deodorant. Perfume. Yep. Sometimes I'll put the little little tiny speed stick in my bag. A little mints, just to make sure that you. I always have mints on me. I always have mints. I always have gum. I never want to be smelly when I'm playing against somebody else, and so I try to have those things on me. And I have Band-Aids. I have like a whole little medical kit. Yes. So if you ever trip and fall, or poop yourself at a magic con, you can come find me. <laughs> Tori, and I'll be able to help you. Something I wanted to get into before we start talking about kind of the Q&A portion of this is I forgot to say this is not an official event, but it is a thing I am putting on that we did at MagicCon Las Vegas, and that is the Learn to Play CDH event. So if you are looking to learn how to play CDH or if you already play CDH and you want to play with a bunch of CDH content creators, um, we're going to have like the Mind Sculptors, Play to Win, Playing with Power, Howling Salt Mind, Mental Misplay. So many different amazing content creators are going to be there to teach you how to play or just to jam games. That will be on one of the days throughout the weekend where we have the date I will post it up for you all to see and we usually just hang out for a few hours meet people play games stuff like that and we give out small prizes we give like packs to new players or winners for pods and I think it's just a great way to show the community that CDH can be fun I also usually bring eight to ten decks uh, with little mini primers so if you aren't familiar with CDH and you want to try a deck for the first time or if you want to try something new you could come do that bring a friend we usually have two content creators every booth for an additional two players to come play so I want to throw that out there. Very it, cool. You should do cool. that if you're at Chicago. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our questions and answers that everybody has sent over to us. So this was something I thought about for myself. Um, somebody said that events like this seem overwhelming and give me anxiety. How do you manage that? It's a big space. <laughs> it is a big space. To say it's a big space is an understatement. Um, we did say this was put on by Wizards of the Coast, but it's also put on by Repop, and Repop does some of the biggest conventions in the U.S. for Comic Cons and things like that. They do New York Comic Con, for example, and it's put on very well. Um, I haven't had a problem with like actually getting into the building or feeling unsafe. There's like metal detectors. There's all this like great stuff, and yeah. I also don't feel like it's a space where we've been ever so tight walking down. Like when we've been to Comic Con before like regular comic that was hell it's nothing like that though like there's so much space to walk around so i will say as somebody who has um very bad anxiety especially i have really bad crowd anxiety Mm -hmm. there are some good things that you can know in advance that would help you so if you are someone who is overwhelmed by large groups of people waiting in line you just don't like waiting in line it gives you you know gotta be somewhere uh, you can go on the Thursday usually to pick up your badge earlier. Mm-hmm. So that way you have it when you go into Magic on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You already have your badge and you're good to go. Also, getting in line for things you want to get to early 
you know, if you have artists that you want to have sign your cards, pull the cards in advance, set them aside, and that way you know where you're going, you know what to look for, you don't have to awkwardly pull the cards out, you can just get in and you can go. Another overwhelming tip for anxiety, I always try to find a buddy. Find a buddy, that way if you're feeling stressed out, you want to just go outside and go for a walk, get some air, get a little overwhelmed, find your buddy and go with you. Yeah, I think that was also another thing. People were talking about tips for time management. Um, you can't do it all in one day. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff that goes on in MagicCon. So what I like to do is I'd like to pick two major events every day. So whether that is I want to go see Sam's art panel and then I want to check out Game Nights Live or I want to play in Gavin's event and then I want to go, uh, you know, play Commander for six hours. I try to pick two things for myself and anything else I get to do is a bonus. If I want to make sure that, you know, I'm getting my artist stuff done in the morning, but at night I want to go check out uh, the party stuff like that like just set those two things for yourself the good thing is the schedule is available online in advance so you can kind of plan that out don't go crazy by picking things by the hour but definitely pick a couple things that sound interesting to you other tips for time management I guess just for time management mm -hmm. I guess if you know you're going to be playing in an event like either you're playing a modern event or you're playing in the main event and you want to play the hand 100k just make sure that you have your deck list maybe written out in yeah. case something crashes so that way you already have your deck list on your phone in paper somewhere uh bring extra sleeves with you that way if one of them splits yep. you can easily just replace it really quick i think you also said something about like bringing a friend and doing stuff we had another question that was asking like how do you manage juggling everyone's interests if you're going in a group so you can go with your friend to certain events. Something I would suggest is because MagicCon is so big, you have the opportunity to do whatever you want. So if someone is going to an event that doesn't really suit your needs or what you want to do, then maybe around that time you can go in the command zone and play something with you know new people or you can go watch a show or a panel or go to a workshop. There is so much going on where I don't think you'll feel lonely and I think especially like magic players can be so inviting but even if it feels awkward to introduce yourself to them like I mentioned earlier which I think this is also another question about introducing yourself having those people walking around that are staff members to like help players get new pauses yeah. is a very helpful thing too I guess another thing to add to the group thing too is if you do know that you have different interests and you want to try different things the best thing you could do is also like set up a meet time. So yeah. what we do usually is like, we'll be like, oh, we're going to MagicCon. We're going to be signing at 12 o'clock. And then from 12 to five, we go do whatever we want. We'll meet back up at five to go get dinner. Mm -hmm. And kind of making those dinner reservations in advance is always really smart to do because a Everybody's lot of those places get it. crowded. Everyone's hungry at the same time. Everyone's waiting for an Uber at the same time. Mm -hmm. So definitely make sure that if you're going to go out and get food at your friends, look early. Look a good week or two before you go to the convention and book some places and make sure that you try to schedule the time to get there in. Yeah, besides it being a convention in the area, like these are in popular cities. So a weekend in a popular city can get very crazy really fast. Do you have any other tips for wanting to like start conversations with someone you haven't met um, or play games with somebody you haven't met? Because I'm really bad at this, if I'm going to be honest. I really don't go up to people that... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but if somebody comes up to me and asks me to play a game, I think I'm more than happy to as long as I have the free time to do it. Especially with us as content creators, I mentioned that you can go to the Creator Central area where a lot of those creators are there for a couple hours and they are available to jam games and play things. So if you're looking for a specific creator, that's probably your best time to do all that. Yeah, if you definitely want to meet some creators, get something signed, pick up, you know, stickers, tokens, or playmats from one of your favorite creators, look at the creator schedule and definitely head over at that time. It is the easiest way to find them, get something signed, say hello, 
And if you're one of those people who you're like, you know, I want to meet my favorite content creator, but I feel weird going up to them. Don't feel weird. That's what we're there for. Mm -hmm. That is why we have these scheduled times. So that way it doesn't feel awkward at all. We want you to come say hi. That's why we're here. We've had a lot of that. We also, we've had like the nice opportunity of meeting so many people who have been so kind to us and so excited to meet us. But a lot of them have been like either one, <laughs> you're shorter than I thought, or two have been like, I was nervous to talk to you or I feel awkward. And we're, we're also awkward. <laughs> we're also just silly magic players that like to play this game. So like Tori said, we are there to meet you. So please come to say hi during that time. I think that's all of the questions we got. But before we close this out, I would love to know what is like your favorite thing that you've done in a Magicon or your favorite like memory that you have from a Magicon? Ooh, I got to think on this one. Okay. I will say <laughs> that we went to the after party in, what was it, in Vegas? Yeah. And we started a big dance circle. And Steve ate a card. And Steve ate a card off the floor. It was... Um, it was a foil, flick a coin. It was a foil, yes. And Steve thought I dropped it on the floor. And he was like, whoa, 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 don't do that. And then everybody was looking at him and he panicked and put the card in his mouth. And everybody started, well, before that, they started chanting Steve. And that was a memory that will stay in my mind forever. It was also like the most random people dancing. Like Cam from Play to Win was out there like doing the jig. Someone was doing the worm. They were spinning around. We had some other yeah, pancakes I that was probably my favorite time too. yeah i was like trying to think if there was anything else that tops that but i don't think so Even i think that was probably the best. i think that happened in minneapolis too minneapolis we had a big circle of people just screaming bohemian rhapsody like and so just having a moment to not be like in con mode in playing magic which i love but i don't want to be the person that's like magic's about the gathering but it kind of feels like it when you're at those spaces it's really nice to just embody that and have yeah fun. i think that's probably like my favorite memory for magic con and then one of my favorite experiences for magic con is uh drew mccarroll who has like a cool vlog and a cool youtube channel he does interviews for people on here uh show and tell you had a cool little project where he handed out digital cameras or uh not digital cameras little film cameras to mm -hmm. people and asked everybody to like take pictures of whatever you want the entire weekend and he gave us an envelope that already had the postage on it so when we were done with Magic Con, we just stuck the cameras in there and sent them back to him. I had so much freaking fun doing that. It was so silly and like just something I felt like it wasn't, didn't feel like a chore to do. But I was like, this is fun. I took pictures of like, like Crocs with the creator badge on top of them. My just, like, favorite is the stuff. Hobbs picture. <laughs> the Hobbs picture of where Hobbs looks like he's in like a rap album. Like I just had yeah. the best time doing that. And if you don't know Drew and you go follow him and look at some of the pictures, a lot of the creators took really cool photos and I hope that he continues to do that project because it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been interesting to see how they change up the creator arena too because that just reminded me like originally it was like we were playing arena on there and then they had the IHOP stuff. So they always change it and mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what happens to that next because we had a ton of fun. We played the BLG, which we're, we don't speak about the BLG, but we played that there. That was great. We had people, you know, come to meet us and it's just, it's such a special moment getting to have that experience and meet all the people that enjoy Scribe Bees, which we haven't really talked about this like, our first full year yeah. of doing scry babies and getting to see all the people who appreciate it has been amazing so that's definitely up there for me so that is today's episode if you haven't checked out our previous episodes please make sure you go ahead and do that if you have any suggestions or advice for new people who are going to magic con you can leave that in the little comment box i almost said description but the little comment box down below and tell them your thoughts um and if you're listening to us on apple podcast or spotify please leave us a review a five-star review. A five-star review. A lovely review. Top tier. Let A us know that Yelp you love us. If you want to support the show, one awesome way to do that is to check us out on Bonfire. That is our merch store. We add new designs every so often. Right now, we have a new design called No Blocks. It's set like two little tiny sweethearts for Valentine's Day. So check us out on there. Pick up a hoodie. Pick up a hat. Helps us out. And we'll help you out. Somehow.
the iconic hot people magic is still on there so you can you can wear that to your local cons and events and and just slay all day so thank you for listening to today's episode and we'll see you next time bye